Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. Following several weeks of directionless trading, equity markets shifted higher and posted strong gains. The Nasdaq Composite Index added 3% on the week, the S&P 500 index gained 1.6%, while the German DAX reached an all-time high and the Topix index in Japan closed at a 33-year high. The Nasdaq Composite is now 21% higher in 2023 compared to a 9% return for the S&P 500, as growth stocks outperform value stocks. The main focus continues to be the political standoff in Washington, with negotiations between Democrats and Republicans on raising the debt ceiling beyond $31 trillion. On Friday, the White House announced that talks had been unsuccessful, and there was no scheduled meeting to continue negotiating. Today, President Biden said he will talk to House Speaker McCarthy to unlock the situation, and he shortened his trip to Asia to focus on resolving this matter. Treasury Secretary Yellen said that without an agreement to raise the debt ceiling, the nation could fall in default as early as June. The dollar appreciated again as investors seek safe havens and the dollar index closed above 103 points. Euro-dollar is at 108, and cable at 124. Bond yields shifted higher across maturities and in most developed countries. Ten-year treasuries closed on Friday at 3.69%, boons at 2.42%, and UK gilts at 4%, the highest in seven months for British yields. There were no monetary policy meetings in advanced economies. Only Mexico and the Philippines held meetings and both left rates unchanged. Mexico at 11 and a quarter and Philippines at 6 and a quarter. In economic data, eurozone CPI inflation in April was confirmed at 7% and core CPI at 5.6%. Canada's headline inflation was 4.4% and Japan's was 3.5%. The latest Fed talk included hawkish remarks by Jerome Powell and Raphael Bostic, who left the door open for more rate hikes. Going back to equities, the best sectors last week were information technology and communication services, including a strong rally by semiconductors, while utilities fell sharply. On the earnings front, three large US retailers reported mixed results. Walmart beat sales and profit estimates but shares closed 2% lower. Home Depot had its worst revenue miss in two decades but shares ended flat. Target reported in line with estimates and shares fell almost 4%. The main takeaways from Walmart's report was an increase in grocery sales and a drop in discretionary items, such as electronics and apparel, as consumers cut spending. The regional banking sector saw some relief as shares recovered partially. The KBW Regional Bank Index gained 6%, but remains 28% lower year-to-date. 
the semiconductor sector experienced a strong rally, driven by demand for hardware to run artificial intelligence softwares. Synopsys, a chip design software company, reported robust results and shares gained 11%. Nvidia, the giant chip maker, received several buy recommendations from brokerage firms and shares gained 10%. It now ranks as the fifth largest company in the US, with a market cap of $773 billion. AMD shares also rallied 11%. Commodities were little changed on average, as the strength of the energy sector offset the weakness in the grains complex. Crude oil gained 2%, with Brent closing at 75.60 and WTI at 71.50. US natural gas futures rallied 14% to $2.58, on higher demand due to a sharp fall in power generated by wind. Corn plunged 12% to $5.55 per bushel, soybeans fell 9% to 13 bucks, and wheat lost 3% to $6.05. The combination of good weather conditions in the Midwest region, and the announcement of a two-month extension of the Ukraine Black Sea deal, raised supply projections, while China fails to increase imports. A few bullet points to complete today's episode. Turkey will hold the runoff presidential election next Sunday, after incumbent Erdogan got 49.5% of the votes, and Kilik Daralu received almost 45%. The latest economic data in China included retail sales, industrial production and fixed asset investment. All readings came in below estimates, rising concerns about the health of the economy. Cryptos are trading almost unchanged in the past seven days, with Bitcoin at 27,000 and Ethereum at 1,800. The notable exceptions are Ripple, up 10%, and Litecoin, up 15%. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.